Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to Spooky Saturday. You should hopefully hear us. But you're just gonna hear feathers in the background because he's he's just feeling he's feeling fresh, feeling fresh today. He's so cute. He's just feeling fresh. Um, how is everyone? Welcome. If you are part of our Spooky Saturday pa- Patreon, you would have heard our monolith plus what else? We have to- monolith plus uh, the Galactic Federation. <laughs> yes, in my Virginia Mufon update slash talking about the book with the alien screenplays yes the alien, the alien screenplays yes so that was a time i did not order that book yet because i am not totally convinced i want to spend the money on it yeah. so <laughs> we'll see that's that's 100 percent fair yeah so but yeah we've had some holidays now it's a new year that's exciting we didn't get the uh, the disclosure we wanted in 2020 there's you know 2021 i yeah you know I, I truly believe we are not, the fate is not done with us yet. I, no, I think 2021 will, that's be, true. will be a hot mess. But hopefully in the Independence Day kind of way and not in the everything's just sad and depressing way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one wants that. That's too tiring. But uh, we <sighs> hope everyone had a lovely new year. My friend Hillary saw a UFO, so that was exciting. Mm-hmm. She sent us the video. I mean... It's just like a blurry orb, but it was going fast. So it was scary. I was yeah. scared. It wasn't. It was definitely not a plane because her dad is like, you know, those people that are like into trains. Yes. Her dad's like that, but with planes. Okay. <laughs> so he like loves planes and he was like, that's not a plane. So he's the authority. Yeah. He's a plane expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's interesting. And she was in San Diego. She grew up in San Diego. She was in San Diego and was over the ocean in San Diego, which which is suspicious because there's a lot of UFOs there. That's weird. I'm sorry that we've been gone for so long, but we're back. We're back. We're back. We took a, a nice holiday break, which I think was much needed. 2020 was a mess. It was a mess. And all the animals were still being butts the whole time. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was not faring very well. <laughs> but but we, we made it. We made it to 2021. It doesn't it doesn't feel like anything's changed, sadly. I was like, can did you see? Okay. By the way, someone sent me the the New Year's live stream that like Kia and Planet Fitness put on, which was the big New Year's Eve ball drop in Times no. Square. Did you see that? <laughs> no. It was like I Jack and I watched it and we got so uncomfortable because it felt not it felt not real, like the uncanny valley dystopian hellscape. Oh, because it was empty, right? It was empty, except yeah, because for wacky, waving, inflatable <sighs> tube men. They put those down there, and then like little groups of like two to three people, like <gasps> scattered six feet apart, and then like between them were these tube men, like waving no. around, and the music was no. really bad. No, and no. like I was like, who are these people that are singing? You didn't get like the Jonas Brothers or whoever's popular right now. Like, no, nope. you just got whoever. And it was just bad, I, and it sounded bad, and everyone seemed uncomfortable, and I was like, what is this? I did watch, for a second, there was a live stream, no context, 
by the way, no context, just a live stream of Times Square during all of that. I didn't, I didn't watch that, but I watched a YouTube <laughs> live stream of just empty Times Square yeah. where at one point they just shot off confetti to, yeah. to no one, to no one. No yeah. one was there. It was weird. And so- it was playing like spa music. Like really calming, like like woo, like woo music, and I was like, "This is weird. This is not okay." Well, and it's like when the times that they were just playing music, music, and it wasn't someone singing, they were playing like like modern country music that like you would hear in a Walmart, and I was like, "Why is this playing?" And then they would go interview the like the like two people that were there in their little like socially distanced bubble <laughs> like and they'd be like oh you got invited to this don't you feel special and i'm like they're like no you like what's <laughs> happening we well if you that's horrible but we also watched the space needle thing did you see that no what was that, that was amazing it was like uh, all they did was cg a bunch of crap around the space needle that looked and sounded like mass effect <laughs> Why? And it was, I don't know, it was cool. It was just like, burp, 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 and it was like, but it looked like they were aliens. Like, it looked like drones and like shapes and then like jellyfish and aliens and like big like mechanical things like, and DNA. I was like, whoa, this is, I was like, I am 100% sober. This is still wowing me. It was just like they CG'd like a bunch of weird shit around the Space Needle. What do what do companies think we want anymore? Are they just giving up? They're just like, I don't know, tube men, this lady that's trying to sound like Macy Gray, alien I don't know. DNA. Eh, I don't know. But if you haven't watched it, you should watch it on YouTube because it's actually it's actually cool, but it's also just like this person just played Mass Effect and was like, this, I want this. <laughs> At one point it sounds like they're doing the galaxy map music. And I'm like, all right. Are we going somewhere? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, it was just, it was wild. Yeah, and the planets appeared, and I was like, there it is. <laughs> like, But no one was there. It wasn't real, and no one was there, so. Wow. Yeah. yeah, the the New York, the Times Square one, we watched for a little bit, and literally the feeling, it was like yeah, it was secondhand creepy. embarrassment mixed with <laughs> this uncanny valley, like, do, are we living in a dystopian hellscape? Yeah. What's happening? And then we just yeah. turned it off, and I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> This is yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's the live stream was really, really weird. Like, and it wasn't official. It was just like a live stream of Times Square with no one in it and woo-woo music. <laughs> so cool. That's great. Ooh. I'm glad that the dystopian feeling was still just riding strong at the end of 2020. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I I want that that to end. I every, setting everything else aside. I'm tired of feeling like I. I literally feel like I live in a simulation because I'm never interacting directly with the environment or other people. Yes. So it's like, how do you know anything is real anymore? Everything's through your computer. I I find that my interactions with people are just like bizarre. Like, I just like don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like if someone like I had, so like I, my, I have a couple friends and they work in grocery stores and I was thinking, like, I was talking to them the other day about how people who work in grocery stores just get ignored. 
Like, if they're, like, stalking things or whatever, people just get in their, like, bubbles and just ignore them. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, people do that all the time. And I was like, and that's really rude. Like, I need to make a, a point to, like, not do that because that makes me feel sad. Yeah. So when I, I was at the grocery store getting, like, getting ingredients, food, and this guy was, like, packing the, like, cilantro or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I excuse me. I'm just going to grab some of the cilantro. Like, thank you. And he's like, oh, yeah, the fresh stuff's right here. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And he's like, oh, you know, thanks for just like, you know, asking me, most people just like reach their arms around. I'm like, I just don't think that people know how to talk to each other anymore. It's <laughs> and true. he was like, I don't think so either. I think every the COVID has just made everyone unable to like afraid to talk. And I was like, yep. Okay, bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. But well, like, yes, sometimes I realize I haven't texted people or talked to them in like a week. And I'm like, how did the time pass? Yeah, What's but it's just like, so, so my theory this is my new year's like theory is that we've all just forgotten how to talk to people. So we just need like, even if our only interactions are with people at like grocery stores, coffee shops, which is what they are. That's the only thing that we interact with people with anymore. And we just have to just start talking to people more and just being nice. Yeah. Realizing we're all humans. Exactly. So maybe it's good. So maybe this like microcosm will cause us to be more aware of like the people in our surroundings. I don't know. I hope so. Um, I don't want yeah, to. But don't, don't, but bad. still stay, still stay within a distance of the person and do not pull down your mask, which Flumpton said, what about the customers who pull down their mask? Don't do that. Do not do that. Do don't do ask that. questions by pulling down your mask. Keep your mask on uh, at, at a proper distance away. But you know, talking's still okay. That's all right. It's, it's still, yeah. it's still okay. It's still fine. Yeah. But anyway, it's, we've all lost our ability to communicate with people, so. Yep. That's, yep. I literally, um, before this, Holly was chastising me for sharing <laughs> pictures of Adam Driver on my Instagram because I'm broken. I just. I was like, you're at like the Adam Driver fan account. I was <laughs> like, what's, what's happening here? It's like, are you Stephen Colbert-ing Adam Driver? Is that yeah. what's happening? I don't even know how those ended up on my Instagram newsfeed, but I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm going to share it because I just, I am just living my bliss these days. And my yeah. bliss is being like a 17 year old girl. So. <laughs> Jury just said it's, you're, it's now a thirst account. it is that's you know since like i don't know i fell down some kind of rabbit hole like star wars adam driver rabbit hole on tiktok a couple months back and yeah I've not, I've not since returned yeah <laughs> it's fine i know it's good it's good i'm trying to think of like what i've done but i've just been like i've been drawing more which is good like i've been enjoying yeah. drawing more and i've just been drawing like i won't I've gotten better. I well, I want to get better at drawing like cute trash animals, like raccoons and possums and stuff. So I've just been like making a folder of like raccoons and possums and things that just like have things like it's okay to have trauma written on them. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. I wish though that I could just have a a thirst account for <laughs> Adam Driver. <laughs> Jack told That's... me what I'm doing is like being horny on Maine. That's what that means. And I was like, oh, oh whoops, that's what my that bad. Means. I have oh, zero okay. shame. Whoops, <laughs> whoops, sorry. Oh, no. Because I, I have been working on some art, but it's stuff I can't share. So you just get to deal you're, with it. You know, the thing, first. though, is that you're you're always working on art. Yeah. I don't, you don't stop. <laughs> like You just keep going until you're hand falls off it's true <laughs> so i'm still doing that in the background i promise 
whenever that can be shared, it'll be great, and hopefully it will everyone be will like it. Well, we're, and we're still working on stuff. We came up it's with some true. fun cardigan oh ideas and stuff. I'm really excited about that. We've yeah, started, we have new, we started some of that. Yeah, new new stuff, new year. So yeah, so this, I know we chatted a while, which is fine. We like chatting. It's it's good for us, good for the soul. Yes, that's what we've been up to. That was our month, our month gone. That was our month, yeah, our month gone. Uh, we were supposed to rest. We didn't. <laughs> A little bit. I did rest a little bit. Yeah, I did there too. Were, there were days where I'd have some of the, the devil's lettuce, you know, and just like force myself. That's, that's forcing myself to rest. But unfortunately, then that causes like existential dread problems. It so. does. <laughs> so I took like, there were a couple days where literally like, I was just like, I'm just going to watch movies. I don't care. And then like when it was done, I was like, did I just- waste did I waste 24 hours of my precious lifespan on yeah. just watching crappy movies? And But you know what? That's fine. I did that too. But like, but yeah, it's, you know, it's okay. Sometimes you just got to rest. If we don't rest, what's the point of work, right? It's true. And like rest is how you find inspiration. Like I've been trying to read more yeah. because I feel like I, you need to intake, take in media to be able to export yes. media. So I've yes. been reading, I've read a lot of Star Wars books because that's the rabbit hole I'm down right now. And <laughs> I started reading a book called The Historian, which is like, you got to read mm-hmm. it. It's very cool. It's very well re- researched, like pseudo historical novel about Dracula. And this oh, girl fun. like talks to her dad about how he got sucked into this like very creepy uh, Dracula researched i don't know i'm not very far in it but basically like this mysterious book kept showing up on his table that just says like dracula in it and then he starts researching and finds all these maps and these mysterious things that prove that dracula like vlad the impaler was immortal and all this stuff and apparently it just gets pretty wild so i recommend that it's i'm getting i'm falling down a vampire rabbit hole currently because of that book but that's fine having a good time drag facts this piece of work <laughs> he's researching those drag facts oh my god that's amazing it's very good and yeah thanks thanks to everyone if you listen to the patreon episode and uh or on our discord server because it's bopping if yeah. you're not on the discord come come hang yes i, I want to s- hang out more and add things more do it in uh this year hopefully also a jury said that they have an article about um the jetpack guy. So we got an update on jetpack guy. Has he been revealed? What's happening? I don't know. I haven't seen the article, but I'm excited. But we do have a couple of articles to talk about. Galactic Federation. Let's, as a recap, the monoliths weren't real. Sadly, we wish they were. Wait, did Rest they, pre- wait, they said they weren't real? No, because real? those do, yeah, because the one guy took the monolith out of like Utah. These like environmentalist guys had to take the monolith away because because people are leaving trash there. I hate everyone. They ruin yeah. everything. I know. I know. Oh my god, no. It's it's oh, no, it's from Eyewitness News 7. It says uh pilot's footage shows jetpack flying off SoCal coast. There's footage of the jetpack ban. Oh my gosh, I have an ad. That's amazing. I'm trying to watch the video, but there's an ad first. A pilot captured him on video. What? Why? The FBI are still looking into it? I feel like, like this man, his jetpack is his Adam driver, okay? this He's living his bliss. <laughs> That's his quarantine problem? That's he his quarantine like- fixation that he's going through. It's flying in his jetpack. 
He's just like, you know what I'm going to do? Fuck it. I'm just putting on a jetpack and I'm just going to fly around Los Angeles. It's just like some like TikTok teen who has too much money. <laughs> it's Logan Paul, probably. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's what happened. I think like this guy was just like, you know what? I'm depressed. So what better time is to then to just jetpack myself in California? Wow. Oh my god, there he is! There did he you is. watch it? Yeah, I did. There you he guys, goes. You guys have to watch it! What the hell? It's just like, wee! I mean, if I could do that, I certainly would. Like, whatever. Oh what have god. you got to lose? What? What? I like how it's like, it's like, <laughs> the news is like, jetpacks are growing in popularity. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. You have to, you have to, you have to watch it in chat. We'll, we'll link it in the show notes too, just so you guys can see it. Cause it is worth a watch. It's very funny. Cause it just looks like he's like a little, a little like, wee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's great. Jury also asked about the Hawaiian UFO, which yes. uh, they sent me and I hate it. Uh, oh, I, I looked at it for half a second. And I was like, nope. So <laughs> that's, I hate that. I really hate, I really, really hate it when they look like long and it apparently like, yeah. And apparently it just went into the ocean, which is something I also hate. So that's cool. (sighs) Yeah. It says an unidentified flying object spotted in the evening sky over Leeward. Is it Oahu? Is that Oahu? Yeah. Prompted witnesses to call 911 on Tuesday. The sighting happened about 8.30 p.m. Like, that's when you know it's legit, when people are like, I need the authorities to look at this. Yeah. Because, like, I'm scared of what this is. Like, that's that lends some legitimacy, in my opinion. Oh, it's a, there are multiple videos of what appears to be a glowing oblong mass, both in the sky no. and on the water. Officials from the Federal Aviation Administration say there were no aircraft incidents or accidents in this area at the time, no. but multiple witnesses reported seeing a large blue object fall out of the sky and into the ocean. In one video, a woman can be heard saying, something is in the sky. What is <gasps> that? <gasps> no. That's horrible. Let's check in my chickens. Sorry, there's been a hawk terrorizing my chickens. They're fine. It's a hungry hawk, you guys. Yeah, no, I hate that. I hate it. And especially if they are like, we don't know what it is to the authorities. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no one knows what it is. There's multiple videos. And in all the videos, people are like, what is this? And I Um, I hate that. The coffee mancer says in chat that my roommate and I saw two red lights slowly rise up into the air on New Year's Day. We thought they were fireworks at first, but they kept going. And we thought they were planes. Then they just vanished when they were overhead. No. So it's like, it's like Hillary saw one on New Year on New Year's Eve. I feel like because everyone's outside looking at fireworks, that must increase like sightings, you know, because everyone's outside. I, I hate all this. I, I just am like, I'm gonna stay inside and not look for this. Like, I think that there's gonna be some alien stuff this year. That's my prediction. Because there's been a buildup, right? There's been a buildup. And I feel like that there's been a lot of release of things. Like, I feel like, and because, like, Trump's going to be gone, there's no longer, like, a liability in the office. (laughs) So, like, it's, you know, everyone's stuck inside. I don't know. I feel like maybe, I don't know. Again, but I also have that same sort of issue. I'm just like, we don't have any information because we're too stupid and 
no one knows anything. So I don't know, but let's, I want to make that prediction because I think it'd be fun. Well, like Jury said in the chat, I'll, I'll make sure to check the MUFON stats because I am still paying that monthly fee to be yeah. for MUFON, so... <laughs> I know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be field investigators who can't go anywhere because we are stuck inside all the time forever. Well, the fun thing is, if we become field investigators, we could probably be interviewed at my next state meeting. Because oh my god! The, yes, the last interview was with the guy who wrote Alien screenplays, so I at least think we're interesting or more. <laughs> you know, we could fit at that least... bill, that level of yeah. interest. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, feathers! I know you're so mad. Go eat something. Oh, I saw that the government has 180 days to disclose everything. I don't know if that's real because I saw it in one of those like really hyperbolic Instagram images. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, I heard that too. I heard it was snuck into like one of the bills. That one of the bills, yeah. Signed. And I probably should have done research on it. I just, I saw it and was like, this can't be real and just like pass over it. But yeah. I should have done some research on it. Well... I'm interested because I feel like even the bill that was just passed, the stimulus bill was 5,000 some pages. So there was other, they put other stuff in these things when they passed them. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, okay. IGN. I don't know why IGN like reported on it. <laughs> Covering but, You know, this. it's, yeah. Okay. It says the latest COVID-19 bill includes a 180 day countdown for UFO disclosure. Oh, so it was, okay. Wow. Like, but the report must accord. The report must address, according to the Senate Intelligence Committee, observed airborne objects that have not been identified, and should include a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data collected by, by geospatial intelligence, signals intelligence, human intelligence, and measurement and signals intelligence. The request report must also give a detailed analysis of data of the FBI, which has derived from investigations of intrusions of unidentified aerial phenomenon data over restricted United airspace. So I guess it actually does make them have to say something in 180 days? Wow. Good luck, I mean, Biden. <laughs> I don't think... I... I don't know. That, I mean, but this... But obviously, as it says the end of this... Oh, it says... um. The requested report must also give a detailed analysis of data from the FBI, which was derived from OLA, and an assessment of whether this unidentified aerial phenomenon activity may be attributed to one or more foreign adversaries. Like, that's So maybe they'll weird. just say, oh, yeah, this stuff has happened, but none of it is, like, foreign military, so yeah. we don't have to talk about it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of weird stuff happening. Even that weird Galactic Federation thing. I'm like, this is weird. Like, this guy is very qualified and, like, in general. And the fact that he's saying this stuff just out of nowhere, like, is pretty weird. So. I think we're going to get some truths dropped in 2021. Yeah. I think it's going to be the year of big truths. Or it's going to be it's going to be my favorite thing, which is... They're going to create a like UFO false flag where they just pretend that UFOs are attacking us, and then everyone has to unite under one world government. And <laughs> yeah, imagine imagine that in Dale Gribble's voice. That's like my favorite, like from King of the Hill. <laughs> it's like they they make a war of the worlds, but we're all stuck inside, so we can't yeah. like go and see if any of no, this. No, that is was true. actually. That was actually a like conspiracy theory that they're that it's they're going to make a false flag to unite the world. We would, we're not, we're not smart enough to unite, so it's fine. Yeah, I gotta prepare a packet sands. 
I was rewatching King of the Hill. That's what I was spending my time. <laughs> it's just so funny. I haven't watched it in so long. It's I, like I I love it just because of Dale. Because Dale will just like in the middle of a conversation be like, and that's when the aliens are gonna come out of the bunker and take us all. I'm like that's great. Right. I, I wish he this. was my I wish he was my neighbor just because I would sit and listen to these stories and it would bring me joy every day. Wow. <laughs> to be like, wow, that's wild. <laughs> well, maybe I need to find a, a show to watch. I've just I guess I've been watching Star Wars in the background, but I need to diversify well, my media li- in the future. Yeah, you should watch rewatch King of the Hill. It's a good rewatch. Sounds like a good plan. That's great. Ugh. But yeah, so uh, what am I drinking? It's a uh, spicy water. It's just sparkling water with grapefruit. With grapefruit? No, it's Spindrift. Oh, because it's got grapefruit juice. I don't know. I figure that's why you don't get scurvy or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, nothing fun. So sorry to disappoint everyone. Feathers. <laughs> My God, feathers. feathers. He just wants snuggles. Just want some snuggles, but yeah, I think I think there'll be some, maybe some some disclosure this year. Uh, we'll put those articles, including the one about about the disclosure, apparently in the COVIDville, but the one that I have it on is on IGN. So I mean, take that as you will. I did. But, uh, speaking of 2021 predictions, I looked up Nostradamus predictions for 2021. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I have I have the Baba Vanga ones. Oh, well, cool. We did different ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. Okay. All right. You can start start with Nostradamus because Baba Vangas are are wild. I think these are wild too, and I don't even know if they're actually true. It's from I I found it at on wisehoroscope.org. So who knows? Oh, cool. I mean, this is this is <laughs> this is where we are. Yeah, yeah, this is where we are in our, our level of research. Yeah. But it says uh, artificial intelligence. The robots will rule the world. <gasps> no, he didn't say. What is his actual phrase? What's the actual <laughs> phrase? Like, uh, <laughs> did they just say robots? I'm like, he didn't know what a robot was. This is this is what it says. This is from 2021. Artificial intelligence will be equal or will even surpass human intelligence, which could lead to an apocalyptic scenario like those we see in the movies. And the quote given says, the moon in the full of night over the high mountain, the new sage with a lone brain sees it by his disciples invited to be immortal, eyes to the south, hands and bosoms, bodies in the fire. I'm like, how did you get is that what <laughs> i mean that sounds spooky without any oh, i know and then it says mechanization most pre- most previsions indicate that until 2023 the labor market will crash the automated machines will replace the people in the workplace pro- since they don't demand higher salaries and they don't need breaks or other benefits when employers choose robots instead of humans the whole social model will cr- will crash Unemployment, social disorders, and misery are just a few of the consequences of mechanization. I mean, that's just what happened in the Industrial Revolution. That's why, like, people in London were all sad and poor and covered in soot. Yeah. (laughs) Robots. Also, a war between two allied countries. Two allied countries will get into a classic and open military conflict. <laughs> All right, the villain seventy six. I said I have a copy of the literal French and Latin version of these with literal English translation. It doesn't say well, that. You know what? Wisehoroscope.org <laughs> wishes to dispute that. So I'm going to continue here. <laughs> Unfortunately, this will only be the beginning because this conflict between these two seemingly friendly countries would degenerate into a global war, which will involve the most powerful countries in the world. And the quote says. In the city of God, there will be a great thunder, two brothers torn apart by chaos, while the fortress endures. The great is that like Israel succumb. and Palestine? Is that like 
Are we thinking about that, maybe? I don't know. The third big war will begin when the big city is burning. Mm. <laughs> Additionally, the economy will collapse. Hundreds okay. of closed hedge funds will go bankrupt, and the international exchange market will need to close in a short time, maybe yes. even for a week, to stop the panic of selling shares that will slowly envelop the stock markets. Nostradamus also predicted the 2008 crisis, and in 2021, things are not great. The exchange markets are in free fall and have reached panic levels. The end of, of the crisis is still out of sight. The United States is facing an economic stagnation for several years. The economic fundamentals are no longer applying today. In 2021, spaceflight will become accessible to common people. Damn, better hurry. 2021, new era of space tourism. Common people will fly into space, being able to admire spectacular views of the Earth. So we're get you know, I'm looking forward to that next year, this year, sometime, Holly. I'm looking forward to it. Um, additionally, Vladimir Putin will reveal himself as the third Antichrist. Wait, uh, where are the other two? I don't know. Where'd they go? <laughs> Where'd they go? The fragile relationship between the Occidental leaders and the Kremlin official seems to recreate the propaganda of a new Cold War. The striking policies applied by Russia make us wonder if Vladimir Putin is the new Antichrist predicted by Nostradamus and other prophets. And the quote says, Why do you boast of evil, you mighty hero? Why do you boast all day long? You who are a disgrace in the eyes of God. You who practice deceit. Your tongue plots destruction. It is like a sharpened razor. You love evil rather than good. Falsehood rather than speaking the truth. All right. Additionally, the sea level will rise. Which, Yeah solar eruptions will happen okay so you know 20 yeah. that, that's what we can look for according to nostradamus in 2021 i have okay. no idea if that's actually true or anything he ever said but wisehoroscope.org tells me that this is what's going <laughs> tells to tells you otherwise so i'm looking forward to space travel yeah they again they better hurry it's, it's getting it's getting up there you know yep I have an I have an activity for us. Can we do this really quick? Oh sure. Let's all right. Let's quickly in chat and Kayla and I we're going to make up our own Nostradamus prediction for 2021. Okay. Okay. So make so you so you go first. Make something up. What's your prediction for 2021? I okay. in chat. Please write yours. Oh okay. Please write yours. Oh yeah, you can write it in chat. I'll just say mine. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. All all. All streets in the city of lights will run with blood and the moon will fall to earth as will erupt into tiny spiders. Ooh. Okay. But you know what it means? No. It means that everyone gets ice cream. Oh. Okay. Well, I wrote one <laughs> that is more literal. I think that the world will will split open on two axes, revealing two perfect bottomless pits into which many will fall. So we'll Whoa. have the two buttholes. Girl, that's a booty hole. <laughs> two buttholes in the earth. That's what I think is going to happen. Two buttholes. There's the buttholes. Butt Bringing it back to the two buttholes of the earth. That's what I think is going to happen. 2021. <laughs> the Earth's going to reveal its two buttholes and people are going to fall into it. Oh, boy. That's great. Thanks. Thanks, Kayla. Now we've all both made up our predictions. We are now predictor people. <laughs> yep. It's the seers. We're seers. We're seers. That's what I see. Yeah. Me too. Um, okay. Are we ready for, for Bob Ivanga? Yeah. So Bob Ivanga is a blind seer who only passed away in like 1996. 
who made a bunch of predictions like Nostradamus did. That's not that long ago. Except for she wore, like, a scarf on her head and looked more like Baba Yaga, like, and was more as modern. There's modern pictures of her. All right, her predictions for 2021 are after the total and complete car crash. Oh, no, that's the, this person on the blog just said after the total and complete car crash that this year has been. They're not wrong. We're all hoping for a fresh and happier start in 2021. Well, it seems that this hope is far from reality. Jeez. Okay. All right, here's what she said about 2021. Seems like she might have also been racist, so hold hold on to your hats for this. <laughs> uh, she said right before her death, she predicted that 2021 will bring an invasion of Muslim extremists oh. over Europe that will continue that will over the European continent that will face chemical attacks in Europe, apparently. And then it says the European continent could also reach the end of its existence. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, i'm like maybe you're racist uh she also predicted the economic fall of europe okay just europe uh, she said the world will suffer from a lot of cataclysms and great disasters the consciousness of people will change difficult times will come people will be divided by their face faith faith oh faith okay. not face i mean faith also that and then she said we are witnessing devastating events that will change the fate and destiny of humanity and then she said, this is the one where they, this was my favorite one for 2021 from Baba Vanga. A strong dragon will seize humanity. The three giants will unite. Some people will have red money. Okay. I see the numbers 105 and many zeros. And people think that means China. Oh. Uh, that a strong dragon will seize humanity. So I'm thinking maybe China and two other nations will like band together and be like America's dumb. Oh, and then she also said, uh, trains will fly by using sunlight, and the petrol production will stop, and the Earth will rest. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Will the Earth rest, though? Will we let, will we allow this? Let's be Oh, real. she also thinks that we're going to cure cancer this year. <laughs> I mean... I mean, yeah. I doubt that, but thanks, Bob. Bob anyway, uh, I'm gonna find a better article to post than this one, because this one had too many pictures... Oh, here, yearlyhoroscope.org. Great. Great. I'm, I'm concerned about her, like, maybe, ra- maybe anti, uh, anti-Muslim feelings. <laughs> but I'm concerned she might have felt, felt a little strongly about that. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Oh, the Soviet Union will be re- rebuilt in the first quarter of the 21st century. I, okay. That didn't happen. <laughs> hmm. Oh, and apparently she also predicted... That the American president will become sick with a mysterious disease that will leave him deaf and he will suffer brain trauma. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, that didn't happen. I mean, there's still time. There's, yeah. Anyway, that would be welcome. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like like the only one that that tracks is probably that, like, China is just going to get more power. I mean, that's the only one that seems to track with me. Yeah. Wow. Okay, mine were more fun, yeah. I feel like. I robots taking they were, over. Yeah. Sure. I can get behind they're, that. They're more open to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know Tavdazian, that's exactly which cancer, like they're all different. You can't just cure cure cancer. Cure cure it all. Yeah. I I find these things like I don't know, just like sad. 
Yes. So it's like everyone wants so bad to be able to predict the future. And I'm like, these are all just not like they're all like, I don't know. I guess she did predict a couple things that happened, but I'm also just like that also could be open to interpretation. So. Hmm. I don't know. This is depressing. I wait. hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> OK, for some <laughs> This article at the end, I was like, okay, it's over. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's not over. Oh. Wait, wait, apparently Baba Vanga also, this is Baba Vanga's advices, that's what it says. Oh, advices. advices. To attract money and prosperity in your life. I'm just, I just want to read these because I'm like, why not? Apparently this is what she said. If you want no evil and no mean person to step into your house and luck to become frequent guest, hang over the door two crossed branches of elderberry. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Never leave on the table uneaten pieces of bread. If you want to keep your happiness, a piece of bread, even dried, should not be thrown away or your house will never be prosperous. Better feed the bread, feed the birds and animals with it. I don't know. That's sweet. That is sweet. That is sweet. But they, the animals take it out. I have a possum that takes any food out of my trash. So technically, <laughs> I've caught him. He's big. He's a big boy. Oh, let him. He doesn't have a long life to live. He deserves it. I know. I'm just like, you go ahead. I've seen him and I see him like in the yard and he's like this big and he's like, oh. Like, <laughs> he just like eats all, everything I leave for the chickens and crows and eats trash. And I'm like, yeah. good boy. But he also kills, he eats all the ticks. So we love him. We stand. It's true. It's true. When you buy a new wallet, place in it for a while a piece of expensive gold jewelry. It will bring you a lot of money and wealth. Place in the wallet. You keep your money mint leaves and a pinch of cinnamon. They will attract money. This is not written well. If you have a broken mirror in the house, splash it with a bit of water and then bury it in the ground to avoid problems. If in the room with a mirror lived a sick person for a long time or took place a quarrel or you had misunderstandings, it is time to wipe or splash the mirror with holy water. Where do we get holy water? (laughs) I don't know. I think holy water is just if you bless water, it's holy water. Hmm. I wonder if I can order that on Etsy. Holy water? Oh my god, you should check. Mm-hmm. Um, don't eat or drink from a broken or cracked dish. If you don't want to lack success, wellness, and prosperity, a broken dish means bad luck and life can also crack. Therefore, it is better to throw away the plate, even if it has only a small crack or a broken edge. All right. Well, I, Thanks, I Bob, definitely Thanks, don't Baba Vanga. That. I know, I have lots of broken dishes. Yeah. I don't have, to, I don't have time to worry about that. Sorry, Baba Vanga. Oh, I think anyway. I can get holy water on Etsy. Nice. Oh my god! Just in case, just in case, and just I like to case. support small creators. Thank you for blessing <laughs> this water. Uh, oh, are there dibbit boxes on Etsy? Oh. Have you ever checked that? Good question. Homemade dibbit box. Let's see. Your searches are yes. All- no, the first one that comes up says "real dibbit box haunted and Real? Possessed. And possessed? Uh, yes. Must see. This is a genuine must wax see. sealed Dybbuk box. This box is sealed with its original wax seal and has never been opened. Due to its weight, there is an obvious but unknown contents. The box is fairly large, around eight inches long, as can be seen in the photos. On the top of the box, there is a red wax insignia of a winged serpent, the seal of the conjurer who crafted it. This box has an eerie and otherworldly energy and presence, although since it has never been opened, it remains with its full ritual bonding and is completely safe. This no. box has been ritually and ceremonially bound to the demon Abzithibau 
Abzithabel is a demon and a fallen angel that was first described in the Testament of Solomon, in which it was explained that after his treason and fall from grace, he was cursed and marked with one red wing. Oh, that's that's fun. Warning. Like all Dybbuk boxes, this box is meant to remain sealed at all times. Please do not open this box. If you should open this box, I cannot be responsible for any paranormal effects or outcomes that may or may not occur. Must be 18 to purchase. Must be. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you can buy holy water on Etsy. And a Dybbuk so. box. And a Dybbuk box. Does look pretty but, spooky. Uh, does it? Yeah, it's like it? yeah. I'll link it. It's like a. It looks like a little chest, Whoa. like an old chest. Oh, I like let me see if that'll. I put it in the chat. I don't know if that'll work. Sometimes I don't know how to link things from Etsy. I try my best. Oh yeah, their links are all like messed up sometimes. Oh, spooky! That's definitely just a chest from Michael's. <laughs> I've seen that chest. <laughs> it's not a German like. Oh my god. Yeah, but you know, I appreciate the craftsmanship that went into this. Like, they didn't even go to an antique store. They're just like, I'm just going to go to Michael's. <laughs> I'm just going to, you they know. Put wax around it, you know? Yeah. They probably got the stamp from Michael's, too. The wax stamp. You hit it all up in one trip. Wow. Did you see that they also sell a real demonic portal disc? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's what it says. Real demonic portal disc. Black magic, spirit vortex, gateway, powerful haunted black magic vessel. All right, I gotta look at this shop's reviews. It's Hang $450. On. Okay, so they don't have terrible reviews. Okay, tell me about your haunting. Come on. <laughs> they, someone was haunted? I don't Sorry, know. I went someone, down a rabbit hole again. Someone must have bought something that says it was haunted, and they had to have reviewed it. I'm looking. They're just like, Real, seller gave me extra gifts. Five stars. Two, I'm like, what? $2,000. Real black magic demon spirit vessel like David Bach. Horn satanic bat idol. This is just like a goat. I like it. Well, they're it's getting cool. five stars on all their spells. Ooh, someone reviewed a Dybbuk box. I love my Dybbuk box. Five stars. Came in perfect condition, and Elvin made sure it arrived to me on time. I really appreciate the history behind the box and the beautiful pendant you included. Oh, definitely purchased from the shop again. Thanks. Why are you reviewing this as if it isn't, like, a Dybbuk box? <laughs> <laughs> because that's another one I've 100% seen in Michael's. This... <laughs> I'm just Great. so confused by the reviews where people are just like five stars. My uh, Baltic my Amber, demonic, my, Amber, my Satan demonic portal, <laughs> yeah, arrived quickly and came with extra gifts. Five stars. <laughs> oh my gosh! Great, cool. Wow, didn't know that these kinds of things were on Etsy, but I'm very pleased. Love it. Love to see it. They're supposed. To, they usually have to put a disclaimer that's like these don't actually. These aren't actually like haunted Ooh, we got a one-star review uh-oh i was actually haunted an ultimate psychic awakening spell powerful third eye activation and intensification ritual incense cone one star fake and i should have known better yeah like many people we give our Wait, hard-earned money better. and hopes these types of things will do the impossible these are fake and nothing but a scented incense cone i learned a lesson and that means to meditate on my own and set my intention so i can manifest my own true will let's wake up and stop just giving these people our money on these sites and maybe they'll go out of business fake fake a waste of money I should have I should have known better that it was not a demon portal. I should have known better. Whoops. Based. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Well, that was that was fun. That was a fun deterrent. 
Yes. Like, that's, it's always fun to look up divot boxes. Yeah, I, I'm... Oh my god, yeah, the pleased. villain says the folks who actually got murdered by ghosts didn't leave a review. Well, that's an interesting theory. That's, which This reminds me, I was binge-watching uh, Unsolved Mysteries. <gasps> and there are some actually, like, really good alien stories in the old Unsolved Mysteries episodes. Like, there are some good ones. Like, there's, there's this one guy that was just, like, out walking around, and he got... He, I actually like, of course they film like a reenactment, which is amazing. And he saw UFO land, walked up to it, like tried to speak a bunch of languages to it and then got just like zapped away from it as it took off. And he had like burns all over him, like on his chest of like circles, like from like almost like an exhaust vent. And he like went to the doctors and they, I I guess he had what seemed like radiation poisoning. Oh my God. But no radiation. And like, there was all this like evidence of him going to the doctor and getting burnt and all this horrible stuff. And his family members were like, yeah, he was really burnt and he had these weird burns on him forever. Yeah. And that was like a, a unsolved mysteries episode is actually really interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Wow. It was good. Well, Ooh. I'd say let's get back on track, but the other thing I brought to the table was something I found on TikTok, so I don't know Uh-oh. if that counts. No, as... no, no. Here we go. Getting moving, on track. moving into twenty twenty one on the right, the right, the right hand. Yeah, this is how I do my research now, everyone. Better. I find it on TikTok. So I found which I brought this up to Holly, and Holly knew what it was, but I had never heard <laughs> of it before. It's called the Voynich Man- Manuscript. Um, and actually, in June of this year, they thought maybe they had decoded it. And then they were like, nah, no, we didn't. But no. basically, let me see if I can scroll to where they talk about the the history of it. The Voynich Manuscript came to light in 1912 after Wil- Wilfred Voynich, a rare books dealer in London, bought the manuscript in Italy. It had earlier belonged to the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II and probably John Dee, the infamous astrologer at British Queen Elizabeth I's court. Probably John D is my favorite part. Probably. Of that. Probably. Since 1969, the manuscript has been kept in the whatever rare book and manuscript library at Yale. A conference is planned to take place in Hildesheim this August for scholars to discuss the breakthrough that they they claim that they had in June for it. But essentially, it is what year is this manuscript from? I think they say what they figured it out it was from. An early 15th century document that was kept at Yale University, and it's it's considered the world's most mysterious book, which I don't, I'm like, really? But it essentially is a manuscript that has a bunch of illustrations of women, like celestial bodies, and non-earth plants, like very weird looking plants, and I read a thing where apparently someone was like near translating it or something. I, I think that's what they're talking about that happened in June of this year. Like they're close to it. Like they've at least figured out where. So basically the text is nonsense and it's a combination of a bunch of different things yeah. and nobody's ever been able to translate it. So that coupled with the fact that it's like a bunch of weird plants and just weird stuff. It says adding to the mystery, the manuscripts, 240 vellum pages Bear illustrations of plants, floating heads, signs of the zodiac, fantastic creatures, including dragons, castles, women bathing, and astronomical symbols. Scholars have used these illustrations to organize the manuscript's content into six major sections, which are botanical, astronomical, and astrological, biological, cosmological, pharmaceutical, and recipes. However, 
Without the no. ability to read this text, its true content has remained elusive. So it's just a bunch of nonsense that no one ever has been able to figure out, which I, f I think is pretty interesting considering how long it's been around and known of that no one's been able because it yeah. makes me think i always with this kind of thing i always think of the zodiac killer <laughs> like somebody like they created this code this cipher that no one has ever been able to break right which is just i don't know someone's got to figure this out yeah interesting yeah there's like mermaids and plants and like ladies and so i don't think that that article I'll send it in the chat, but I don't, it doesn't really say that they cracked it. Oh, Tabnazian said they cracked the code. They cracked, oh, the, they did crack the Zodiac Killer's code. Yeah. They cracked that, like, oh, just did this, they? this past month. Yeah. Really? So finally cracked it. And I think it was so hard because he always spells paradise wrong, I think. He spells one wrong, Whoa. one word wrong. And I feel like that probably threw people off for a long time. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies is the Zodiac. I haven't seen, I don't know much about that, except for I know he was a murderer. Here's some, here's a weird picture. It's like, you can tell that what's written in this thing is totally nonsense. It looks like it's like repeating letters and mm -hmm. stuff. And then there's just a bunch of weird looking plants. What did the Zodiac killer thing say? Like, the, I suck, I'm a killer. The latest one. So basically the whole thing, you should watch the movie. It's a very good film. But right. he got involved like the media got heavily involved in this like he would send letters to newspapers and have them publish it and say he would kill people if they wouldn't publish it on the front page and then oh the news like this famous tv anchor got involved and talked to him on the phone and they tried to trace him that way and the letter that they just Whoa. decoded was one that said the the person who called in or, or some person they had talked to was not him and oh. that he would continue, like, all the people he killed would serve him in paradise when he was dead. And he was going to have a good death Whoa. because he believed that all the people he killed would become his servants in the afterlife. So he talks about that, but he spells paradise with a C. So that's always ah. wrong throughout all of it. Dice? Like, yeah. dice? Like, rolling? Yeah. Wow. So that was what the, the last one um, was about. Interesting. was just him saying that whoever they spoke to was not actually him. It was a pretender. And that he was going to be happy. They, they never caught him, right? No, for as far as I know. That's why. That's why they said that Ted Cruz was the Zodiac killer. <laughs> yes, they did catch the the Golden State Killer. I read that book, uh, or I tried to. Oh, really? It scared me too much. They they did catch him after that book came out, which was that was wild. Don't <sighs> read that book. It's very that's scary because it's just like no this guy breaking into people's houses in the middle of the night, and that feels too real to me. I'm like. Give me alien horror all you want, but when you talk about someone successfully breaking and entering in people's houses and like harming them, I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you. That's too scary. It's too too real. That's too scary. No, I don't. Yeah, like, that. Um, mm -mm. like Jerry said, it's called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark" by Michelle McNamara, which is um, so that one guy's wife, the guy who voices Remy and Ratatouille. What's his name? Oh, um. Someone will, someone will know I it. Yes, yeah, yeah, Patton yeah. Oswald, thank you. Yeah, it's Patton Oswald's yes. wife, and she passed away, I think right before it was going to get published, and her assistant finished writing it, and then because of her book, he ended up getting caught. So oh. she had passed away, but she left this book behind and, like, managed to do what she was set out to do, which was get him caught. I mean, yeah, that's good. it is wild, because it, it's just, like... The, the logic behind... I just find, like, serial killer stuff very fascinating. I think we... A lot of us have fallen down that rabbit hole the past couple years. Yes. 
I mean, and also because, like, the only shows they have on Netflix are just murder it's shows. true. I tried starting Hannibal last night. Why is there night? so much murder? Yeah. Why? It's just everywhere. It is. I tried starting Hannibal because uh, people seem to like it, but I'm, I watched one episode and I was like, meh. Where's the aliens? Yeah, I like the monster. I like the, han- the monster in Hannibal is cool. There's a monster? I'm just this voyage in Hannibal. What? Yeah, it's like the Wendigo. He, like, turns into, like, a Wendigo, and it's, like, a really cool, like, antler, like, like deer monster. I thought it just was Mads Mikkelsen and that little guy that looks like he could be no, a hobbit. No, there's, like, a... No, there's, like, a monster what? in it. Yeah. Like, apparently it's, like, he's the monster, but, like, it actually shows up places, I think. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I've just wow. seen the monster. I've only seen one episode, and yeah. I just kept being, like, is this guy a hobbit? Because he looks like he could be in Lord well, of the Rings. There wasn't enough monster, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> but it's in it. It's in I'm there. Intrigued now. Maybe I'll press onward. Yeah. Aren't we not supposed to say Wendigo? I don't know. Wendigo. I've never. I I have not heard that. I don't know. I'm already. I'm already. I've already got enough bad luck. Oh, it's bad luck. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what, what, what? It's fine. What? Too tired. All luck is bad it's luck fine. these days. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, why don't we do some stories? We haven't done any stories in a while. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Um, I have one pulled up here. Whenever you're ready, I can start it. This one does not have a sign-off, so I will say it is from Anonymous. Living near the Everglades, you get used to there being a whole lot of swamp and wetlands everywhere. My family has been here for so long, I honestly couldn't imagine living in any other kind of place. I've grown up exploring these areas with my parents, my friends, even just me and me and myself. The swamps always held an air of intrigue, adventure, and mystery for me, even if I learned sometimes there were things best left in the swamp. I was 16 and on a hike with some friends to reach a small fire pit we had claimed a couple years ago as a secret hangout of sorts. It was about 4 p.m. when we had gotten a small fire going and had been palling around, catching crawfish, rock throwing, idiot teen stuff basically. The sun was only starting to go down when one of my friends heard something from inside the swamp. He thought it had sounded like something was thrashing around in the muck. He went off in the direction of the sound, thinking it must have been an animal that was trapped. When he didn't come back after 10 minutes, we went to help, thinking that whatever he had found was giving him a hard time. Well, we were kind of right. We found him hiding behind a tree a few yards in, pale as a ghost and scared out of his wits. He refused to say what had happened, nor would he go any further in. Now really curious, the rest of us slowly went forth into the grove ahead. At first, everything was quiet, unnaturally quiet. And then we heard the splashing, this time real close to us. One of my friends then saw something moving between the trees, at which point he decided he'd seen enough. Lucky him. I glanced over where my friend was looking. My blood ran cold. Standing between the trees, there stood a young woman, or at least what I thought was a young woman. Her body was covered in what looked like mud and bruises, and her left leg was bent backwards. Her head lolled around on her shoulders, unable to be supported by her skinny, distended, blackened neck, around which a grimy rope clung. Behind her muck-riddled hair, 
I could see her eyes, bloodshot and bulging out of her skull. Below her nose, all I could see was, I can only describe it as red static. Before I could even move, the woman flitted through the trees and back into the depths of the swamp. As she vanished, I realized my friends were looking in the same direction, and the look on their faces was all the proof I needed that they had saw the same thing. We found a new area to hang out at soon after. I've never been back there at all, because for all I like the mystery and intrigue of the swamps, I prefer that particular mystery stay in that swamp where it belongs. No! No. Ew. That was horrible. That can't be. That's not fact. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not. That's like some trauma. Like, that's like, that's a trauma. That's, that's, that's some good old trauma just, that we got there. That's some good old trauma. That's some good old trauma. Like, that's a, that's a real, real life horror story. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Osa Kino said fact that would happen in Florida. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Feathers, you better stop hooing. Mm. No, no, I must hoo. Um, I can't. That can't. I can't. I can't with that. That's too fi- that's fiction. fiction. I can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, no. you're right. This Good. one is <laughs> fiction. You were right. Good. <laughs> Good. It is. That's terrifying. I mean, it was a great story. Thank you. But I, that's just a trauma. That's just a trauma. Maybe fact fiction or just, or just a trauma. trauma. <laughs> just, just a, a trauma. trauma sprinkled in there. Yeah. Do you want, that was great. We don't know who it was. No, from. there was no sign off. So I'll just say anonymous. Oh. All right. Well, thank you, anonymous. That was. You great. want me to read the next one feathers. so you can mute for poor feathers? He's whoing. <sighs> Yes, <laughs> it's I'm okay. sorry. He's just, he's very needy today. He's just very, and he has to stay inside because okay. he's hes a little sicky. He's on antibiotics, so. I know. Kayla is going to have to read tonight because of It's okay. Please deal with my voice. Stop. He might stop. We'll, we'll see. see. He might stop in Bless a second. Him. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. Story time. Go ahead. My name is Shelby. I moved into a small town as a sophomore and hated it. Everyone knew everybody's business. There was nothing to do. People were judgmental and standoffish, but at least I lived close enough to walk to school. Every day, I would walk past this creepy old house. It was three stories tall, and stone masonry looked like sandstone. The front courtyard had huge metal gates, and I thought were painted seafoam green at first, but on closer inspection, they were actually made of copper and had oxidized from age, so they looked green. The roof, the window settings, the door frames were all the same color, all copper. I mention these details because to this day they still stick out in my mind. One night, after the homecoming dance, I was walking home late and it had gotten really dark, and fog had started to creep across the ground. The fog gave me some serious Silent Hill vibes, so I wrapped my jacket tighter around me and quickened my pace. But as I walked past that creepy house with the copper gates, I heard something that made the chill night air feel warm by comparison. A scream, followed by rapid-fire gunshots. It was so loud, I tried to cover my ears, but even that didn't help. It was like the sound was reverberating from everywhere. I looked around to see if anyone else had heard it, but no one else was out there. No one walking their dog, no one on their porch for an evening smoke, not even other kids heading home after homecoming. No one. Only me. And then, silence. I wanted so badly to run, to just get the hell out of there, but I froze. Knees shaking, hands over my ears, and rooted in place by fear. I stood there in wide-eyed terror. Had the sounds come from that house? Did someone just murder someone? 
The thought of being in such close proximity to something so horrible made my stomach feel ill. What should I do? Should I call the police? What if they think I'm making it all up? What if the killer comes after me because I know too much? As I was, as I was standing there in the cold, with my thoughts racing and wondering what to do, I felt an icy hand grip my shoulder and loud, raspy breathing behind me. I jumped and spun around, but no one was there behind me, just me in the fog. But I could still hear the breathing. Where was it coming from? Unbidden and without forethought, I whispered to no one, Where are Where you? Where are you? I almost said that in the Blink-182 accent. Where are you? Oh my god. Where oh my are god. Jack and I do that all the time. Where are you? Okay, sorry. No reply. At first, I had to strain to hear, but the breathing continued and got louder, as if coming closer. And then, a woman's voice, disembodied and broken, right next to my ear. Tell Sarah I didn't make it. That does it. My legs finally obeyed me, and I sprinted for home like I'd never run before, with tears streaking my cheeks. I wasn't in the best of shape, but I refused to stop even for an instant. Clutching my sides, I dashed up the front steps to my porch and fumbled for my keys. Mom was working late, so I was still alone. But alone inside my house with the door shut behind me was sure better than being alone with whatever the hell that thing was. As the adrenaline wore off, I shucked off my jacket and sank into bed, hoping the blankets and pillows would fortify me and make all the awful things go away. I couldn't sleep that night. No matter how I tried to squeeze my eyes closed and hug my stuffed owl, Stephen, close to my chest, visions of the sandstone house with the copper gates and the awful scream and the voice assailed my mind and refused to grant me a moment's peace. After, an, after a few hours of tossing and turning, I finally crawled out of bed and decided to get some juice from the fridge and sat down at the family desktop in the living room, hoping that maybe if I goofed around on the internet, it would take my mind off of everything. Surprisingly or not, it didn't. Finally, I decided to do some digging, thinking that maybe if I could find out anything about that house and get some answers, I could calm down and go to sleep. What I found almost made me drop my juice cup into my lap. Apparently, it was known as the Harwood Estate. No one had lived there for 15 years. It was owned by Richard Harwood, whose wife Pamela had gone missing almost two decades ago. After years upon years of searching, the police had declared Pamela deceased, and the missing person's case had gone cold. I found her obituary online, it had been in the newspaper, Mrs. Pamela Harwood, survived by her husband Richard and their daughter, Sarah. My blood ran frigid in my veins, the voice I'd heard resurfaced in my mind. Tell Sarah I didn't make it. That following Monday at school, I asked my friends if they knew anything about Pamela Harwood or what had happened to her. Apparently everyone knew of her, she was like a local legend. They weren't surprised that I didn't know because I was new in town. My friends' parents and grandparents knew Pamela had grown up with her. Just like the article had said, Pamela had gone missing. Everyone suspected her husband had killed her because she found out he was running a chop shop out of his auto repair place. The police at the time wanted to press charges against Richard Harwood, but had to drop the case due to lack of evidence. Everyone had given up on ever finding Pamela, everyone except for her daughter, Sarah. I never told anyone else what I'd heard that night. It was all just too much. How could I hear someone die from 20 years ago? How could a dead woman speak to me? I never knew her or her family. I was a stranger in this town and no one was shy about saying so. So why would she talk to me? All these years later, I still don't know. But whenever I visit my mom in that town, I never, ever go past that house. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's some faction to me. 
It was just really hard not to laugh because I kept thinking about, where are you? And I'm so sorry. Where are you? And Steven. And And Steven. Steven. Sweet little Steven. Yeah, I think, um, oh, Kayla's taking off her TikTok TikTok sweater. You didn't show up your TikTok sweater. I got this one I was telling Holly about. It's got a little mush on it. It's got mesh on it. It's great. I'm going to get it, too. I like it. It's very soft. Um, When I found it, some of the reviews or something or someone was like, this is the TikTok sweater. I was like, what does that mean? I'm too old. (laughs) Oh, and finally, someone stopped his game because I took him out. I'm so happy. He's out because now he's hanging out. No more hooing. Anyway, I think that story was fact. Ooh. Well, guess what, everyone? You got it. You're right again. It's a little yeah. bit of both. That's very astute of you. Um, Shelby clarifies, this story is based on an actual cold case from my hometown. I never experienced this in real life, but it was a vivid night terror, terror I'd had about a year ago. My husband later told me when I woke up that apparently the gunshot noises in my dream were actually our pet ball python, Lugosi, farting very loudly in his terrarium what? next to our bed. <laughs> What? I didn't know snakes could be gassy. I guess. That's terrible. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Every time. His tummy probably hurts. Or his. I know. know, Yeah, he's on antibiotics, so his little. He's he's got some tummy issues. Hi, buddy. buddy. Oh. He was mad earlier because I had one of those, like, towels that I wear on my head for, like, if you get out of the shower and you need your curly hair to be a mess. Yes, you're plopping. So I, like. My plopping. So my he hates it though. He hates it. He like he will land and just attack my face and the towel and everything. Who okay, anyway, Feather, stop distracting us from our job of being spooky. He's so cute. <laughs> was who who said that, that story? So thanks, Shelby. Shelby. Yeah, that was that was really spooky. I'm glad that there is some reality in it. Oh my god, he's poofing up so much. You're so silly. It is pretty darn he's so cute. So happy. <gasps> Feather, you happy you're on my head? He likes sitting right on my headphones because it's it's stable. He needs the stability. We all do. Oh, it's Wyvern of Winter's story. This master also clarified that Stephen the Owl is 100% real. <laughs> <laughs> we knew Stephen was real. Stephen. Also under also hiding under the covers. Also, I feel that. I feel that on a, on a, on a big, 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 big level. Oh gosh, I'm going back through emails. So make sure to send in your stories. I need to actually catch up on emails. We get uh, all the Patreon ones too. So make sure if you haven't joined our Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash spooky Saturday. I will get like five emails when you do that I need to go through and delete or figure out how Gmail works. So, you know, doing my best here. Yeah. Keep up with things. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so make sure to, to send in your stories, spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com. We love all of your stories, faction, fiction, and mm-hmm. fact. And trauma. Yes, Feathers is an active boy. That's a good word for him. He's very He's active. So <laughs> He's not just like poor Nuggy, who just like is a, a saint and just looks at you from his from his brick. Oh, normally he's going off, but for some reason when I'm in here, I guess because I have so many meetings. He's just learned, like, I'll just be, I'll just sit here. And then, you know, eventually I turn around and usually he goes off. Like when we walk by the room, are you going to do anything? Hmm? Yeah, there he goes. So he knows. He waits for you to interact first. Very polite of him. 
Oh, now he's biting me. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. he's doing it. Now he's doing his little dance. I gave him a nod. I gave him a little nod, and now he's like, oh, yes. Oh, thank you. You nodded to me. <laughs> That's adorable. Feathers, like, just gets really aggressive when I nod at him. Okay. I am ready. I'm ready to read oh, a story. Oh, okay. Now, now that Feathers has, I guess, is just going to maul my <laughs> hand while I do it. <laughs> oh, here's a little, here's a little snippet one. I just opened this one. Um, there's no sign off on this one, so we'll call it anonymous. Just a little bite, a little tidbit. Okay, are we ready? Yes. yes. Okay, here we go. Feathers behave. All right. I live in Colorado, right by the mountain range. The area is prone to random storms at any time. Often, I'd find myself sitting on my back patio, watching the skies, reading a book, or just browsing on my phone. That sounds lovely. One day, I was sitting out there watching the sun set as a thunderstorm was rolling in. As the skies turned pink, two tall, shadowy humanoids came into focus on the side of the mountain, facing the thunderhead approaching. As the sun vanished, the figures became harder and harder to see against the dark clouds. Suddenly, a violent bolt of lightning flashed across the mountain, and the figures lit it up as if the lightning had struck them. As they glowed, I reached for my phone to get a picture, but by the time I had it, they were gone. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, that was good. Uh, I don't know. I think that one's fact. Short and sweet and to the point. That sounds, yeah. That, so, I, that sounds pretty, that sounds reasonable. Maybe that's how aliens are like beaming up or something. Sure. Lightning. Yeah, sure. Why not? This whole time Feathers is mauling my hand. Hurts. <laughs> it hurts, hurts so bad. Hurts. Yeah. Doesn't feel great. Hurts. It hurts. Thank you. Well. Believable brevity. Yes, that's exactly true. Occultist Obscura. That's exactly it. Also, that's a cool name. I like that name. Ow, well, guess what? It hurts so bad. <laughs> well, guess what? Our writers got you. This one is no! fiction. I thought it was fact. It was too good. You got me. We made it up. That you was, got me got, here. Got, got. He's, He's so mad at me. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's like, how dare you give me medicine oh, no. so that way I feel better. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was, a, I thought that was a fact. That was a good one. I liked it. I feel like why don't we do one more and then we'll and we'll we'll be done. We're doing a little bit shorter episode to ease us back in. It's true. Let me see. Ow, ow. My hand's gonna be hamburger after this. <laughs> he just he just wants to show his love through violence. It's fine. Here we go. This one has some audio files with it. Oh, he's so mad. Ow. I wonder if I could ow. send these to you. Ow. You got a really crunchy piece. Got a cr this one has audio yeah. files? No. Let me oh, see. no. Let me go ahead and send you the audio files, and maybe we'll see if we can play these at the end, if it'll work. Your heart is beating very Aww, quickly. bud. He's very mad, because he's, he's got a lot of rage. There's a lot of rage. Why don't we go back up to the hat, okay? Oh, yeah. good. They're just wavs, yeah. so you should be able to... I don't know. I'm scared to play them. What if they're, like, Well, spooky? one is called demonspeak.wavs. No! <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so let me go ahead and uh, maybe read the story and we'll see where the audio files fall in. Okay, yeah, go ahead so and So this that. one comes from Saman Samantics. This ha happened extremely recently, uncomfortably recently. Fuck 2020. I run a Dungeons & Dragons 5e game every other week and we've been recording the sessions to turn into a real play TTRPG podcast. I don't say this to promote anything, it's just a necessary explanation of why a microphone would be involved in this story at all. 
We've managed to get a few sessions into our campaign and I started editing down the sessions into a podcast format. I usually remove long gaps of silence, add better dice sounds, take out the off-topic player conversations, that kind of thing. It requires listening through the whole session over from beginning to end with a very scrutinizing ear. My players don't always make it easy. I feel bad for Jack in that regard, I understand. Uh, well, I've managed to get a pretty big backlog of episodes and with the holidays coming, I had some free time to edit more. I got about an hour deep into an episode where the party had just finished cleaning their house of ghosts and started to open up the attached tavern. The, their patron had come to their soft open and was asking to get a tour of the property. That's when I heard something strange in my headphones. Tracking backwards, I went to look at the anomaly. It was clear to see in the waveform. The patron asked, so who wants to give me the tour? And what came after shocked me. It didn't sound like any of the voices, natural or character, of anyone who had been in the room or in the video call that night. And it was fairly clear that it had been recorded on my microphone. A strange voice was speaking in a language that I didn't understand, possibly Latin or Italian, in the middle of my game, in answer to a question. I don't remember having heard it in the moment, but there it was. I called my fiance over to my computer, my office computer, to listen to it confirm that it was real and see if he remembered anything that might have sounded like that. He had no clue what it was either and agreed that it was a strange occurrence. As a faithful spooky scout, I clipped the sound from the recorded recording and saved it on my PC as demonspeak.wav and started trying to find a translation of what I thought it sounded like. I couldn't find anything that matched, so it might be a name, which would make sense for the question that came before. This experience, since it was so recent, has me shook. I'm slightly more concerned that something other than my fiance and I is inhabiting our condo. I'm still planning on recording more sessions and continuing the podcast, and hopefully there aren't any more mysterious EVPs. Ooh. So demon speak is just the, the, the voice. And then in context okay. has the stuff around it. So maybe the in context one you should play first if it works. Yeah. It's only, it's only what? 10 seconds. Yeah. So I would do the in context one and then we'll have the isolated okay. one to listen to. I think it'll. I think it'll just play because we have um, desktop audio on. So let me see. I'll try and turn up the sound a bit, and then you guys should be able to hear it. Okay. Here who we who go. wants to give me the tour of this place? What the fuck? Oh my god! That's awful. What the fuck? Who who wants to give me the tour of this place? What? That sounds like an alien! Ew! Do you hear yeah. that? I would leave my house. <laughs> Goodbye! Set that shit on fire. Like, how much, like, rosemary and, like, mugwort you got to, like, put around those windows? Because, damn. Bye, feathers. <laughs> he feathers. Did you play like the it. isolated one? Like, just. Like if that wasn't a serious. If that's a seriously elaborate fiction, then kudos to that. Oh my gosh. Grab that holy water. Okay, here's the isolated <laughs> holy one. Water. Yeah, listen. Yeah, it sounds like something backwards. Have you played it the other oh way? Are you able to do that on your computer? I don't know how to do that. I don't know how. I don't know how to do that. Well, maybe we can put it in the Discord. In the Spooky Saturday okay. Discord. And someone can... do that now. Put it in the Discord. And if someone can reverse it, we'll see what it says. Oh, it's I'm so spooky. I'm going to drop it in the Fireside chat right now. So people can help us out. Get to, to deducing. Whew. Okay, well. 
do you think it's fact or fiction, everyone? <laughs> what a I don't fun know. game like, we're playing. I guess fact. It's spooky. I don't know. I hate it. It seems like it's fact. <laughs> I don't want this on my computer. <laughs> um. Well, guess what, everyone? This one's real. <laughs> uh, no. Semantics says this story is a true one. The game was recorded on August 28th, 2020, and I discovered the EVP on December 12th, 2020. I have attached the sound files if you want to give them a listen. If there's a logical Whoa. explanation or even some kind of translation, I'd love to hear it. Me too, but also I feel Me very too. sweaty about this. Yeah, I feel really sweaty about it. Too. I'm going to delete these off my downloads because I just <laughs> don't feel good. Yeah. Okay, Spooky Scouts, this is your homework. Put it in reverse and see what it yeah, says. Right. If anybody can translate it, it's in the fireside chat right now. No. <laughs> Everyone, no! I'll go no. ahead and pin them too, just in case. Oh boy! Oh, Tabnazian reversed it already in the in the Discord. How? You're so fast. Should I play it? Is yeah, it in it's the Discord? in the fireside chat. I don't like it reversed either. Is it? That doesn't say. Okay, we're li- we're gonna listen to That's it now. In context of the beginning, it's like the people talking in reverse, and then you hear it reversed. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Okay, here we go. Thanks, Tavnazian. I don't know how you're so fast. You must be a wizard. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's enough of that. Tavnazian's doing the isolated one right now. I just like feel Ugh. very weird about this. Oh my god, no the the um. The satanic panic was real. Oh my gosh, the isolated one's done now too. Pop, feathers, that's my bag of popcorn. I don't know. Ooh, don't like it. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't let you eat the bag of popcorn. I'm sorry. Hi. Did he, oh, let me see. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, here we go. I still like, it's not saying anything, which I don't know is like worse or better. Can't can't play D&D today. D&D's haunted. Oh my gosh. Okay, actually, I realized I have to re-download all of these so Jack can put them in the podcast version. So if I Ah! am haunted tonight, I will be really mad. No, you'll be fine. Just, just, you know, just like throw some holy water on your mic. Well, I have to order that off Etsy and it's not going to get here in time. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, that was creepy. Thanks, you guys. These spooky scouts are being so diligent, just like feathers biting me today. Yeah, please, uh, please, uh, scare scare us more often with these kinds of things because I love it, but I also really hate it, and I'm very uncomfortable right yeah. now. And I'm not gonna be able to sleep, so <laughs> I'm just sweaty, very sweaty, just sweaty about it. <laughs> it. Petite cherry, it is painful. Yeah, it doesn't. It feel it. It hurts, but you know what? Anything for feathers. Feathers is a good boy. He's he deserves all the love. He's getting. He's got arthritis. He's got an infection. Poor baby. It's old. Just let him attack my hand. It's fine. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That's. I think that's a good place to end until next week when we will either be haunted or not haunted. I really hated this. One of the two. One of the two. Oh, boy. What's Feather's issue? He's a boy and he's yeah, mad. Yeah, they bite really hard. Yeah, he's just very, he's just, that's how he is. He's a grumpy boy. Uh, Mountain Links, thank you for subscribing. Thank you to everyone who resubscribed. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you also being part of our Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen to our episode, we talked about the monoliths and how someone dragged the one in California down a hill and called it gay. 
<laughs> Gosh, that was so stupid. That story's in there if you and how aliens it, it's it's a winner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Angel, they drag they took the monolith that had been put in, up in California and dr- tied it to their truck and dragged it down a hill and called it gay. <laughs> what characters? What characters? What wacky characters. And we have we have another Patreon exclusive episode that you'd have access to as well where we did a Q&A and that was fun too. So yeah. if you want to see whatever you want to see for these patron exclusive ones, make sure to let us know. They could be casual. Um, they could be about movies. They could be about anything, really. So whatever. It's true. Haunted pigeons. Haunted pigeons. Pigeon facts. You know, whatever. Come on, you stinky. No, you're getting down. No, we have to do a sign off. <laughs> no, this episode's ruined, Feathers. Like, no, pay attention to me. It's ruined. <laughs> no, it's not. No, thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. And thanks for coming back in the new year. And I hope you're safe and healthy. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for some more Spooky Saturday because we're back. Woo. All right. See you all later. Okay, bye. Stay spooky. We'll see you in the Discord too. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Feathers, say bye. Say bye. Please don't bite my face. No. Okay, Bye. bye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at kaylaklein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at wheatgrowinghens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, You can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific.